word that <laughs> toddler. The new word that means like, oh, you know, that's hot. That's that's fire. That's dope. Fire. That's flame. It's lit. That's lit. It's lit. What about? Oh, it's warm. Johnny says lit a lot, my brother. Yeah. So my mom was like texting me one night. She's like, "What does lit mean?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's slang for heroin, mom. Who's saying that? It's slang for doing drugs, mom." It's a uh, slang for I think um, blowjob. Huh. Excalibur. They look Caucasian. What does that mean? No, we're gonna be sued for sexual harassment now. Your goal, Jerry. Are you? Yeah. Bathroom pranks. Ultraviolet password. Covered in blood. Yeah. Did you say Philly cheese or cheesecake? Tweet us. Snap us. At the underscore podcastle. At nerd.35. Frangible. Thank Obama. Hey, tweet us at the podcast. Bathroom pranks. Tell us to shut the fuck up. Blasphemous. Typecast is a rapist. Yeah. Scrappy underdogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good there. Yeah. Wait, that's a pretty good one right there. Samus from Metroid is a pretty good one right there. That's when you do your binging. Dump yourself. Well, I'm getting horny just thinking about uh, it. About the... never ever think uh, of counting sheep. Oh my god. Clark's there been singing is. for like the past like two minutes I... straight. And while well, I've been trying to set up everything so we can start recording. Just crooning, crooning a little uh, Frank Sinatra. Is that who it was? It was all. It was a medley. It was a medley of Sinatra. Uh, How's it going, buddy? Congratulations. Good to oh, see your smiling, aged you. face. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I have aged in the last no, eight days. Have not. Oh. Um. Not the sixty-three-year-old man. I just ran down. I ran downstairs real quick, said hey to Heather, and then I heard you calling, and I sprinted up. Oh, no need to sprint. No need to sprint. Can you hear me? No, well? Say say a few more things. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Just making sure. Um. Yeah, it sounds good. It sounds crisp. Holy shit, man! So the last eight days have been quite a whirlwind yeah yeah that's a that's a good assumption congratulations like the most surreal last week of my my whole life for real uh not only uh, i bet at at 11 54 a.m tuesday morning january 16th 2018 did my daughter arrive to this world but only a few days later, the Eagles advance to the Super Bowl in a rematch against of the equal Patriots. Are you of kidding me? Once the Jaguars lost, because they were so close at the end, yeah, and then the Patriots caught up, you're yeah. like, of course they did. Of yeah. course, of course they did. You know what's going to happen. Everyone in my house was predicting that to happen. Yeah, of course. From the start of the game. But to have the Eagles go to the Super Bowl, which, first of all, just amazing and, and exciting as a fan. Oh. But to go against the team they played last time, but not only the team, the oh. same quarterback. I mean, that was 14 years ago. He, yeah. He's like the only player still, I think, in the NFL from the Patriots at that right. time. 
I mean, really? I think he's the only player in the NFL that was still playing, that is still playing. From 2004. Yeah, even rookies have retired. I'm not going to jinx the game, but I do want to say my prediction. I'm not going to say the score, but I'm going to tell you how the Eagles win it. Interception, touchdown. Brady's going to make the mistake that cost him the game. Wow. Wow. And I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I feel. Oh my gosh. Um, I've already stated to many, uh, <clears throat> many circles, that I will not verbally state my prediction. I just can't do it. It's just too much right now. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. I just can't. But I do agree with you. I think it'll be really long offensive drive. Oh, it's third down and they don't get it, but wait, there's a flag and they do get a first down. So, oh, here and they get a field goal. Then after that, kind of the same thing, like a long drive, a Good long assumption. march down the field and then maybe a touchdown. And right. Regardless at halftime, it's still a one-score game. One-score game. I agree. And I'll tell you what, um Foles on Sunday was uh, remarkable. Just uh, a perfect game. Just throwing, the, putting the ball where it needed to be, the making it rain out there. Incredible. I mean, there were plays in there that he shouldn't have made right. statistically based on, I mean, there was that one play. There's a few of them where he's in the pocket and they got, like, hands on him. And he's, you're like, he's going to go down or he's not going to be able to. And he shoots it off like a 40-yard touchdown pass. And he was just on fire. It was he gave you everything you wanted to see. It was like he played in 2013. He just he had all these weapons. So as long as he just played a little bit above average, he lo- he he was great. He could win. And that's, you know, it took him a few games at the end of the season to kind of like get this new offense, which I think has more weapons now. Than he, than he did four years ago. And it, it's, oh, it's definitely. amazing. But I think the biggest thing um, between the, the Falcons game and the Vikings game, our defense shut down Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. I held him to 10 points. In the Vikings game, our offense just stomped the best defense in the NFL. So the game planning... Doug Peterson is he must be a lot smarter than anyone I think is so. realizing until now. Because the game planning has been perfect. Yeah, he's no longer just considered like a stand in until they get shit together. It's uh he yeah. definitely has a game plan <laughs> and it's working. And he did uh you know, they called I feel like they called the right plays at the right time. And he definitely has the tools yes. and the instruments. Yeah. He has a negotiable uh, 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 screwdrivers he needed to, to get it done. Yes, he had, he had the right tinselware in order to, the right silver stems to get the job done. And uh, it's crazy. And I'm really excited because uh, I really feel, you know, uh, even if they lose the Super Bowl, uh, what a great season. And for Foles to make it that way, it's, it's incredible. You got to think too. Even if they lose the Super Bowl, they're losing to Tom Brady and the Patriots. I mean, like, yeah, the guys won what right. six already? Back, this would be six. This would be six. And it would, yeah, it would tie the Steelers for six. You know, as a franchise, the most all time. Right. It's pretty cry fire. 
That is pretty uh, wackadoodle. I love uh, Patriots fans, though, that aren't from Boston. Somebody shared a map the other day on Facebook. It was really funny. It was like, uh, it was, you know, a geographical map of the U.S. It's like the people that, it was a key, the key was like, you know, green and red. It was like people who want the Eagles to win. It was the entire country. And it was like people who want the Patriots to win. It was like Massachusetts. And that was it. But I love uh, non- It was Massachusetts. And then if you notice, there was a little red circle where like Dallas is. Because you know they oh, don't really? want us to win. <laughs> Did you share that one? Was that you? No, I think someone s- sent the same thing to me. It was like all of New England and Dallas. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. And but when you have see these Patriots fans that aren't from New England, you're like, like you're like such an original Yankee fan that's not from New York or a Cowboys right. fan. Right. It's like why would you Notre like Dame. that? Oh, because they win so much. You're gonna be a fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Duke fans. That didn't go there. Right. Yeah, it's come on. So I've seen a lot of those like pop up like whack-a-mole. And you're just like, what are you doing? I don't remember you tweeting about the Patriots all season. But now they're in. Now it's not. I can't believe they. It was like they were 20 to 10. The Jags had them. And it was like. The Jags, who are you more scared of, Tom Brady or Blake Bortles? <laughs> right, right. It was wild. That was a wild, wild game. And they just came back at the very end and just stepped on your throat. And it was like, oh, the fucking Patriots in the fucking Super did. Bowl again. Against a team with a backup quarterback starting. How sick are you of the Patriots going to the Super Bowl? I mean, forget the... Eagles history with them or anything like that. It's like when Dallas went every year in like the 90s. They went like three years in a row or whatever. You're like, come on. Dude. I would have loved the Jaguars to go. It's spanning over the entire 21st century. Yeah. They have not dominated it. They have not not dominated yet. Right. Since the turn of the century. That's true. They're when the did Brady sign on? When did they sign him? Was it 2000? I think he was drafted in 2000 or 2001, or maybe even 99. I, I'm not 100% sure. Because he went to the Super Bowl, what was it the Rams the first time, like 2002? Yeah. Or something like that when yeah, they won after 9-11 and all that. Wasn't it Rams? Yeah, Rams, 2001. Then the Bucks won in 2002. Then the Patriots beat the Panthers in 2003, beat the Eagles in 2004-5. Oh, right. Um, and uh, and then they won a, a few recently. So now they're on to their sixth possible. Their tenth overall, I think that's the most of, by any team. It has to be. I think Steelers must have nine or eight. I admire your rosemary. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So let's get to the baby. So uh, right, you had right, a kid. Right, right. Okay. You had a, so, you had a, you had a little child, a, 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 a breath of life. God's miracle. Universal blueprint. Monday Sex night. Result. Monday night. Coitus. Monday <laughs> night. Uh, at like ten thirty, Heather was like, uh, "Like I just don't feel good. It hurts. I'm I'm having like mild contractions. I guess. I'm like, all right. Well, you know, go lay down on your side, and if it's like for real, are you if, like you can't stand it, and they're within five minutes of each other." 
basing this all on Dr. Jack Shepard from Lost when they crash and Claire is pregnant and he's like, wise, he, wise he tells her sage advice. Right. Sage advice. If they're between five minutes, come back and get me. I'm going to go save five people. Um, so she does. And about a half hour later, I come downstairs and I lay in bed with her. I fall asleep. 2.30 in the morning. She's punching me. Babe, get up. It hurts too much. We got to go. It hurts. I'm like, okay. So it's technically January 16th. The baby's, the due date was the 18th. So I'm like, no fucking way. This kid's not coming early. And so I jump out of bed and dude, for some reason, I just didn't understand the urgency of what was happening. So I start making coffee. I like to take, yeah. take the coffee grounds out and I dump them in the trash <laughs> and I put, co- and Heather comes walking out. Put the dicka dicka. She comes walking out like tiptoeing with like her hands holding her vagina. Oh no. And she goes, oh my gosh. She goes, babe, what the fuck are you doing? We have to leave right now. And I look at her You're and there's like, coffee. and there's blood. I got eggs on. There's blood. Yeah. I was like, do you want breakfast? Mm-hmm. I was like, so I didn't understand that like, this isn't like a normal morning. Wake up, do your shit, then we'll go. It's like, we yeah. have to go now. Like right you now. You don't understand like, like the gravity situation. It's like a fire drill. No. You know, you have to slide down the pole yes. and like yeah. get, get car and like, that's it. Don't shave. It's like the Marines. Dude, I, as I was like making the coffee and she's coming out and she's got blood on her hands, she's like, we have to fucking go. She's like, I'm getting in the car now. She walks by me. I run to the, uh, to the bathroom to brush my teeth and I get my toothbrush and I notice her water broke on our bathroom floor and there's just stuff all over the floor. And I'm like, oh, I kind of oh, like, no. I brush my teeth Shady's as I run it. back to the to the garage max oh my gosh. out i throw my toothbrush i get in the car she's having contractions every three minutes on the ride here and it's like a 20 minute drive oh man yeah i thought about you that at boca regional it was like 20 minutes away and you, you think no big deal but i imagine when there's in pain it every minute feels like an hour Yes. So were you were you like speeding or were you, do you like take it slow because you like want to be careful? I was speeding. What time is this? This is like two a.m. Two thirty in the morning. All right. I was speeding where I knew I could speed, and went through two red lights. Luckily, it's two thirty in the morning. There's hardly anybody, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Out. It's not like rush hour. That's good. That's actually good timing. Yeah, and I could get away with going through a red light or two. And. So finally, we, we pull in, and right. it, it, Heather's in pain, man. Like, she is not good, and she's bleeding, yeah. and there was, like, blood, and it scared her, and she didn't know what it was. So we come walking in to the L&D, labor and delivery unit, and on the way, we call the, the doctor. We're like, yo, we're going in. And at first, it was – there was two – not the doctor, but the OB – there was two OBs that we saw when we went to the appointments regularly. They were both great, but one of them was better. We liked one of them better. Uh, and the one that we called... Well, he made better we, cookies. When we called, the not-so-great one picked up. 
So we were, I was like, fuck, it's this, it's, it's the second best one, but whatever. <laughs> so we get there. He's almost Indian. And we come walking in, man. And I'm like, my wife, my wife's in labor. I need a wheelchair. Like, let's go. Like we need help us. And the woman like is like, okay, what's your name? And Heather's like, uh, Heather, ha, 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 oh, oh, having contractions oh my gosh. every like two minutes screaming going painful she, she sits down i'm like do you have an assistant like we need to get her like in a bed now and yeah we need like, to we need to get this kid out she goes dad you think you're the first dad to come in here and i go ah, i'm sorry uh, and she's like yeah i know what i'm doing you need to calm down i was like okay. that bitch i was like but i was like you know what you're right you're this is your job I shouldn't doubt you. So she, uh, a little compassion would have been nice. She, right. She eventually gets a little urgency. She gets yeah. the wheelchair. It's the first time I'm a dad. So puts yes. he, right. Puts Heather in it, and I wheel her up. And, and I think like a, a nurse comes down. We go up to the fifth floor. They wheel. They're like or second floor, room five. Room five's all set up. And there's nurses there, and there's there's some chick from Allentown, I eventually find out, is like our main nurse. She gets Heather all hooked up. Oh, there you go. She's three centimeters dilated. What does that mean? This this baby's on her fucking way. She oh. like she like karate. Oh my gosh. She like karate kicked the water to break, and it also caused Heather to like bleed. So oh. they were freaking out at first because they didn't know that. So they were like, Heather's like, you got to give me the epidural. Like if, if it gets to like five centimeters dilated, you can't get the epidural. They'll be too late and she'll have to like feel all that pain. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Old school. So uh, they're like, well, yeah. we got to get like, bite the twig, but but put the stick like Robin Hood for the thieves. Just put the <laughs> stick in your mouth and fight it. Meanwhile, you're like fighting like English guards outside with a sword. Yeah. John, little John. You to a duel. So she's three centimeters dilated. This thing's coming out. Do they get this epidural so going? They're like, we gotta get your fluids, and then we gotta look at the uh, ultrasound. But right away, they hooked up heart monitors. You know, they put those suctions and they put needles in. And I heard, I heard the baby's heartbeat, and it was fine. So oh. I was like, okay, so. At least that's okay. Maybe just some damage went on in there. But after like about an hour and a half of Heather and I fighting through the contractions every five to three minutes, they say, all right, epidural guy's coming in. Uh, he'll be here in like 10 minutes. Epidural guy rolls in. He looked 100% Native American in University of Miami scrubs. I left the room. Because you have to, it's very yeah, delicate and very sensitive. They bend her over forward to get it in her spine. But the baby, she's having contractions at the same time. Yeah, I'd, so I'd, I'd walk trying out. trying to find the needle. And he missed like it's twice. Very, very delicate. So yeah, I can't I said how, and then I got out of there. Yeah, in the red man. And, uh, and then he gave, you some, he gave you some casino uh, vouchers. 
some fire water. Teepees. Snake oil. Um, then I came back in about 10 minutes later, and Heather was like, ah. And I would watch the little monitor that would like, you know, it's basically like a, a like an EKG for her contractions. And I could understand right. what it was doing because it would go up when she would ha- when she was in pain. Then it would go down yeah. when she wasn't. It's going up and down and she's not even and she's just talking to me like she's just smoked a huge doobie. And then next thing you yeah, know, she's laid out and relaxed. Our favorite doctor walks in at like ten o'clock. Oh, we're like wow. yes. So she kind of checks Heather out. She gets other people in to help, and she's like. We're going to have this baby. She's coming today. She's going to get here before lunch. Oh, wow. And we're like, all right. This is the, this is the number one doctor that you guys preferred. Yes. Christine. Right. Christine Hackshaw, Jamaican woman. Nice. Yes. She's awesome. She's about six, one. She ain't fucking around. No. I felt very safe. When I shook her hand, I felt like an old grandmother. Yes. An old, grandmother. Coming from the old country saying, the... the 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 food was good, but it was a little salty. It was a little too salty for my taste. In my day, we used to have bees on tally nickels. And she's like, Yeah, okay, let's get this kid out. Let's get this kid going. Like an old like an old German woman that's like, you know, a hundred and three years old. I must apologize for what my people have done to yours. <laughs> Well, or, I'm Jamaican. Your people really haven't done. I'm, trust me, tra- we've, we've done, done something. something. <laughs> or you have like we the Russian costume. The world twice. We did something. Or you have like the Russian costume that Mrs. Doubtfire, like the one throwaway when he's like trying on different costumes. Was like an old Russian woman, and he's just like, you know, you have like that on. But how'd you get changed? I love that. That scene's the best. Um, so she rolls in, and we're real pumped. So it's about eleven o'clock. And they're like, okay, in like five minutes, you're just going to start to push. And you're going to push like you're taking a shit. And Heather's like, okay. So she starts pushing and I'm sitting there, you know, kind of, I'm kind of riding, I'm riding Chewbacca. I'm, I'm to the I'm co-pilot position. I'm not staring, I'm not staring at the, at the vagina. I'm staring at the doctor's face. Facing where Heather's facing. Yeah, you're keeping it going. Yeah, and I'm, I'm telling her I'm going push, 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 and then she would stop, and then push for ten seconds, and then stop, then push for ten, three sets, and then five minute break. Did that for about a half hour. Next thing you know, baby's here. Wow. Baby just Cry. comes right out and looks like a dead baby. Did they smack the thing still to get it to cry? No, no, they don't do that. What do they do? Does it cry automatically? Is it crying? She didn't really even cry. Dude, this baby so far... She told a joke. Dude, she came out smiling, first of all. There you go. It's a blessing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing from the heavens. And, but she had no color. She looked white, and like, a, like dead, like a dead body. And they take her over to this cleaning table, and they kind of like like clean out her nose and mouth because there's all that like gunk from the uh, the placenta, basically her own urine, uh, in her mouth, and they clean all that out, and then she's like, 
She's still, yeah, because she can like get the senses going. She's smoking that epidural. Can you imagine? She's got a hookah. You come out, and suddenly you can't breathe. They pull all that out of you, and oxygen goes right in your nose. Like, what a rush that must be for the first yeah. time ever. You're probably like, whoa! It probably feels like what? knives going up there. Amazing. Before, it was like a jelly liquid. Yeah. So then it was fish-like. there's this NICU nurse that comes in and cleans her, and she's handling her like Randall Cunningham used to when he would scramble with a football. He turning her and wrap, flopping her uh-huh. up and down and wiping her off and cleaning her and mushing her and moving her head around and bending her neck. He's got it down. And going, oh, they're going to break my kid. Fragile. And then finally they hand her over to me. I slice the cord. Oh, yeah. But like the one thing I, I remember, and I remember to tell myself to say this to Heather, um, I thought about it like months ago. As soon as the baby came out and the doctor held her up and Heather and I both looked, I looked at Heather and I said, it's over. Because I knew, you know, when you hear that, when you hear that, when you're like suffering, someone says, all right, it's over. You're like, it it gets a whole weight off your shoulder. You you just have this peace that everything's, oh my gosh, hard parts done. It's like big, it's a big mental Hurt. Yeah, like when you get a shot as a kid or like a tooth pulled or something, they're like, it's over, it's done, it's over. And you're like, all right, all right, it's done, you made it. Okay, okay, all right, I'm good, I'm good. Or when some girl's been hanging around you too long in high school and you just look at her and you go, it's over. And then you feel great all of a sudden and they start crying and you don't feel so great. It's Actually, that's a terrible analogy, but but yeah, it's similar. It's it's not dissimilar. Have we'll you ever t- told a girl that I'm sorry? Like, no. You've never broken up with a girl face to face? No. 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 I always let it just drag on until it, it, they don't want to be with me. I don't want the pressure of doing that. I want I don't think we should it's see each worst. other anymore. All right. Yeah. Okay. If you that's what you want. That's what you want. Cuz I'm automatically turned off to you now because I don't want to hang yeah. out with anyone. I, I was ready to turn things around. I was ready to turn it up a couple notches, but now all right, all right, fine. I'll just Come throw on. these tickets to Bermuda away. <laughs> Give me, give me a break. Give me a break. No, but but, but um, it's, uh, it's amazing, man. I'm very happy for you guys. God bless you. She's beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. You guys are a great-looking family. Yeah, I said the. Uh, I, I really argued and fought. Didn't fight because it's just fighting is just waste. But I, I really said to Heather a million times how stupid I thought the brand new posed fake pictures were oh yeah i just kept telling her like i hate them they're dumb and she's like look Ah. we'll find one that doesn't look fake and i think the one that we posted today even with mac because mac wasn't even supposed to be in it she just ran up and the oh nice photographer snapped it and it was perfect and i was like all right great picture photo session's over like you can print that you're done but then yeah but then i got uh i got hannah in a little uh flash onesie oh nice and oh i, I saw that my flash shirt and i got both that was that's great yeah that, that the one you posted was good though it, yeah. you know it works yeah it's fine it's kind of obligatory you know at this stage i don't think there's a way around it no everybody will uh it has to be done yeah and 
you know what? It's not like ridiculously expensive either. No. And they take so many, you find a few that you love and uh, it's worth it. Well, it's acceptable too. It's really the only pose you can do with a kid. I mean, you could, to make it like nice, you could do like a picture like, like what else you, what else could you possibly do to that? Yeah. You know, that, right. it'll just corny it up more if you're like, you know, like a bird's in the background and the sun yeah. is like a leaf is like landing on you. Yeah. I've seen those. I've seen people go overboard where they're like, in like a forest and like they're on like a leaf and uh, like i'm what? just like this is just too much like man a it's lily too pad much. floating in a, in a little pond <laughs> little right baby and, all by itself. And, as, and as they they pan back it's on like a whale uh spout and the baby slowly goes up in the air but it's still safe because it's like like a baby whale kind of thing yeah. it's like what are you doing <laughs> it's not gonna last forever so they quickly I, did you get my gift, by the way? I ordered that thing like the day it was born. And I think two days ago I got your gift is shipped. Shipped. I'm like, fuck, motherfucker, what is this? No, no, I haven't. Okay. We haven't anything well, let me know yet. when you get it because I feel like uh, it's been it's been like a while now. And I'm like, hmm. what's, what's going on with this thing? It's a vending machine. Um, so it's – no, no. it's Coke? It's, Pepsi? Always Pepsi. Yeah, always Pepsi. Always Pepsi. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No, Coke's good. Coke's good. They help. They help polar bears. But you guys uh, took this picture. I think so. You donate. Um, you guys took this picture of uh, of the shoot today. And was it quick though when you did this? Was it like a big production or was it fairly easy? Um. Well, dude. At first, of course, I had to wear pants. And. Heather, Slacks. Heather said to me, she goes, babe, you can wear the Batman shirt. Yeah, there you go. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I'll just go neutral. I don't want to, I don't whatever. I don't want to overdo what I enjoy. You know, I feel like what I enjoy shouldn't be splattered all over this. I'll just wear the gray t-shirt and jeans. So, of yeah, course. So, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The play, mark. Play. The mark. Right. Mark, mark. Z. Um, but I, uh, I, of course, the first thing we start posing for on the bed with the baby and Heather and I, I start sweating. Sweating through the gray shirt, which shows up immediately. Oh, yeah. So I just sit there and fan. Because it's hot. Fan myself and. Yeah, so I didn't like that. And then we had to go upstairs and <clears throat> sit in front of the crib and hold the baby, and that was okay. But then I put on my Flash shirt. We put her in the Flash little thing, took a really cool picture with this light that we have in her room. It looks like it looks like it's the word love spelled in, like, lights. So it almost looks like Flash, lightning, the word love, me and her, Flash fastest man alive yeah of course i love it it's great that's a great shot it's then great. they went and took pictures of just the baby for like an hour yeah yeah that she's the star now you I know gotta to get work. the shots yeah right Flash. so you're not on maternity leave now it kicks in the, uh, the super bowl you said yeah <laughs> how does that work is it now the time you need it because like it's like the fresh well no because heather's mom's here and she just like kind of first of all she just kind of put her foot down and was like, I'm the grandmom and I'm coming in for the first two weeks and I'm going to help you guys. And I was like, all right, fine. 
Probably a good thing, though, to get that extra help in the beginning. Right. And all I can do is, I mean, all she's really doing is waking up with the baby, feeding the baby at night with one of the bottles that Heather pumped. And then the baby falls asleep with her. So I would be doing that, but if she wants to do it, because she says she's like in heaven now, and, I, and I'm not going to deny grandma what she wants. Sure, so sure. I'll work for two weeks, and then after the Super Bowl, right. Heather and I will have two weeks with the baby, and we'll just lay around and great and do nothing and just figure this kid out. <laughs> great timing. Yeah, figure out how to do it, man. Rock and roll. Congratulations. Thanks, Jeff brother. was down there, Thanks, I saw. You guys were watching yeah. the game. Yeah, I think uh, the day she was born, I texted them and said, this baby's coming, you need to book a flight, I'll pay for it. And they just booked the flight, and they were here. They, they were here. And they were here for the Eagles game, which was unbelievable. We got to watch it together. But it That's almost amazing. drove See, me so crazy. crazy. Right. Sure. It's going to happen. Twist! At the Underscore Podcastle. That's cool, man. I'm glad you guys that. I'm glad you guys uh, it all worked out in the timing that it did. It sounds like it was great, and yeah. family's there, and you know coincides with the Eagles week. There's something to be said about that because that's a story for the rest of your life. You know, you can say to your daughter when she's you know 20, 30, whatever. You know, well, I'm sure you'll tell her before that, but you can always tell the story that you know she was born the week the Eagles went to this. You know, oh went to the Super Bowl. That's such God. a story you can always. Share. We'll be like, oh my God, dude, I didn't even think that far uh, because it was so nerve wracking. I just blew your dick. So unbelievably nerve wracking. Because, I mean, we talk about it on the show all the time. Hosting your parents is not a, is is a very complex thing. And pile on, I have a brand new daughter, and the Eagles are in the NFC Championship, and I have to now share. My home with all of these people. It's so much going on. It's not enough Xanax and and Volt Voltage to shock you back into reality. I'm running low. Oh no! They've been going down like Skittles. Just call me Candyman. Heather has been encouraging me to run upstairs and take a hit of my pipe, so I don't. Smart woman. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Jen will do that too. She'll be like, "Sit here. I'm gonna get you a beer or go have a drink." Go have a drink. You know, you want a beer? Go go, sit down, relax. I got this. Go have a drink. Let's get you some drinks. We need to talk about this uh, on the second half. You want to take a little juice? Yeah. And come back to the We'll ta- take a little juice on Tuesday, and I want to comment later if we have time. Uh, well, I went to the Reagan Library on Saturday. Yes. And boy, was my mind dick fucked. It was wild. <laughs> Tweets at the Underscore Podcast. We shall return aviation-like after this. Show me the blueprints, I'm to get this right. I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to kick it off with Renee Zellweger. Scardy, what do you think about that, that ginger? Shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. You had me at hello. And the Bolsheviks are already going at it. The Bolsheviks are already going at him. 
the worst team and the worst tag team in the history of the WWF. Luke and Butch. Were they the worst? Bushwhackers, no titles ever. I don't even think they ever fought for a title. I think the Bolsheviks were a little bit worse. Remember when they fought the Bolsheviks? No, who were the Bolsheviks? I'm drawing a they blank were like here. The, there. They were like a short-lived Russian Soviet team because it was like Cold War, so they would like flag the, fly the Russian flag, like wave it. Oh yeah. Before uh, it was um. Bolsheviks. Nikolai. Uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who the, the fuck Bolsheviks. Was the Bolsheviks? Was it Nikolai Volkov and Iron Sheik? No, it was. They were I the United think... Allies or something. The Bolsheviks. I think one of them was Nikolai Volkov. Yeah, I think one was. I don't know who the other one was. The Bolsheviks. WWF. Let's see. For everyone. Oh, yeah, right, right. Oh, God. Nikolai, Nikolai Volkov and Boris Zukov. That's right. Because Russian it was like communist when, guys. when like the Soviets and U.S. and Reagan and everything, and they're like, this is the Bolsheviks. Because they were like, you know, like Sergeant Slaughter was big during uh, golf, the uh, Persian golf and Iron right. Sheik. You know, it was it was great. They were very topical, WWE, WWF at the time with like world events. Maybe not politically correct, but they were very like, let's. Dude, you know. in uh, around 2002 or three, well, no, maybe like 2004 or five, they uh, they came out. They came out with a character named Muhammad Hassan. No. And before he would put on the um, the camel clutch, he would hold the the opponent's hair like this and go like that. And Dude, that would never fly today. The neck. I know. Couldn't do that today. <clears throat> and it was like three years after 9/11, so it was like he was a major heel. And then I think the actor, or you know, the the wrestler had like a lot of bullshit backstage problems saying like you know i could be the number one heel of the company i should be making more and they launched him he like blew it he could have been could have been something big he was the italian guy wow <laughs> what was his name mohammed hassan mohammed hassan he was cool and he had like a um a manager that was kind of like Mr. Fuji, who only only spoke in uh, you know Arabic. He'd get on the mic, he'd be like, Wait. "Who was that? Who was that?" Mohammed Hassan's little like manager, He's kind of like Mr. Fuji. Mohammed Hassan, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love the heels. I know. My favorite. I like the character actors of the WWE. Bolsheviks. Oh, right. The, the, uh, the Beverly Brothers. The Beverly Brothers. The Rougeos. Who were they? I remember the Beverly Brothers. Who were they? Were they uh Bo and Blake Beverly? They they feuded around the time of like Legion of Doom and Money Incorporated. Were they like good looking? They were like Ooh. white guys with blonde mullets who were you know, they were like the right. the steroid up uh, the nasty boys in shape. Remember the Nasty Boys? They would like their move was like putting them in their fat, sweaty armpit. Oh, yeah. They were the worst. They were nasty. Brian Nobbs and Jerry Sags. The Nasty Boys. Repo Man. They, uh, I think they won the titles twice. 
They beat uh, the Hart Foundation. Total cheat by Jimmy Hart and the helmet. The motorcycle helmet. Motorcycle helmet. It's like, hey, Jimmy, you're wearing your motorcycle helmet down to ringside to manage. Do we think that's necessary? Yeah, what are you doing? I love it. I love it, 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 I love it. Flat. We have, and let's go back, We have submitted our RFP to Sirius this week. Balls in your court. I emailed them the, the RFP and attached the clips as well as mailed them, which they required um, graciously with a disc of clips because they also required like to send it in, I guess, to show like you're serious. Physical, tangible, Physical, material. tangible, tangible instrument, hmm. uh, a, a, a touchable uh, a, a confectionaries. Uh, 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 um, uh, um, finger-like documents, um, surface-scratchable artifacts. Scratch and sniff. Certainly what they wanted there, the, the, certainly they wanted in there was, was snail-mailed-esque uh, um, um, bait span, radio? but in the form of PDF Their sound quality yeah, is and, not and even I'll tell you what, man, their RFP was crazy. A strong One of the questions signal. was like, Submit a spreadsheet of how you could bring, like, how your show's viable with money. And I, I was doing, like, spreadsheets of ads for a year. I, I, I don't even know what the fuck I was doing. I was like, yeah, I just calculated if they give us, like, $20,000 a month, we'll be okay. I figured we'll get, like, lawyers at that point. So I calculated it so yeah. the show gets twenty grand a month. I was like, we can survive all of that. Yes. Start off. Split that up a couple ways. Start it there. It's like then... 6000 7000 a month. Maybe I'm miscalculating. Maybe I'm screwing us. Maybe but like, uh... if we sign anything, we'll get a lawyer. But their RFPs were crazy, man. There's all these questions like... Uh, I know. I was reading a lot of what you did. I was like, I would have insane. never been able to focus on one thing like this for, that lo- for the amount of time it would take to complete it. Oh, that's why I took like three weeks because oh, I would just okay. get frustrated and be like, I, I need to like recharge the batteries and do this tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because it was so much. But I guess it's good because it weeds out like they want to see that you're serious and like yeah. it's they're not. I guess that, that that probably stops a lot of people that's like, fuck this. I'm not doing it. Listen right. to my show. It's too much work. If you, if you do the work, they're probably like, they'll probably consider it. And they did accept it. You know, it's in review now. So we'll see what happens. Hmm. But it wasn't like rejected or anything like that. It was accepted hmm. for their consideration. Hmm. We'll see, man. Hmm. You guys keep asking me what happened. I'm like, I don't know. They're not getting back to me. And then you get in your car and you turn on serious. You're like, it's the shock hour with dickhead yeah. clock. Money, 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 money. It's the shark hour with Matt Clark, Mike Agnew, Matt DeWitt, and Katie Corrado. What the and fuck? It's shark time, shark time. Giggity, 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 giggity. Don't get bit. And our first guest is Scotty Brilliant. What? Scotty Brilliant. And, and, and grandmother, Haya Levine, whatever her name is now. Haya's mom is on the show. I'm a grandmom now. Herma. I'm so happy to have you on. Herpa. Herma. You know who was here today? Herma. Was that the last name, Herma? No, her first name is Herma. What? Yeah. Herma Levine. Her- <laughs> Old Jewish name, I guess. Herma? Herma? That's, I, I'm not making fun of the name. I think it's it's beautiful, but I've never heard it. No. It's like Herman without the N. You know what it sounds like? Hi. 
I, I'm Scott Stevens reporting live with uh, Miami WNBC. Uh, Hurricane Herma, as you can see behind me, is reaching the shoreline of Florida. Herma is expected to take over Dade County by this and hit the Okeechobee Forest by noon tomorrow. Gulf Inland Resorts are being warned that Herma might be causing damage. Herma. That's, uh, that's too good. And you know what happens after Herma, after Herma comes and leaves? There's a beautiful Levine rainbow shining where the rain was. I just turned your whole family into some fucking weather, and it was beautiful. Yeah, but did I tell you who was here tonight? No. Barry Levine, beautiful rainbow. Oh, beautiful rainbow. When he smiles, <laughs> rainbows go from tooth to tooth. Wow. He's like a prism. He's a, a, a living, breathing prism. You know, like the ones that catch sunlight and turn them into beautiful things? He's a prism. Yes, I love those things. They're cool. I know. They should make more of them. them. That's cool. The Levine. Yeah. He was here. He's here till I think Saturday, and I think that's when when Nancy leaves, and then I think for the first time Heather and I have the place all to ourselves, which is insane. Okay, so that's cool. So you got a packed house. Family's there. Passengers left. They went back up to to skip back, and uh, but you know you, you was posting the thread with Bob. You had all those people there for some reason because I name all I change our names in these threads to goofy names like General. So I thought it was Bob talking about that. I didn't because you, but I didn't realize like Grant Hassinger because it's so long. So I thought Bob was saying that like I'm never having twenty. And I'm like, did you have a lot of people over? Like, what's, did I miss something? What's going on? And then I realized it was you, and I was like, oh yeah, no, of course. Oh, I was like, if Heather and I have another kid. And it's so amazing because the last two months, Heather's like, I think Hannah might be an only child. And now already she's like, we're having another another one. And oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Did they, uh, Mothers have told me they forget. They, like, forget how they hated it before. I'm like, they are love you it. sure? I thought you wanted to just. But anyway. One and I'm done like, or two and through. I'm like, three and three. Next one, no one can visit her until she's 21 years old. Right. Yeah, you got to start setting those rules up. That won't make the news. Do you have a daughter that lives yet? No. 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 That's right. It's a good idea. Oh, Capri Sun. Oh, yeah, it's very tropical. Boku. So, uh, very nice. Congratulations, man. Very happy for. Excited. I'm gonna. I'm an uncle. I feel like I'm an uncle now. Everyone's like, No, you're gonna be an uncle. I was like, It's Pod Baby. Yeah. Yes. It's great. Yes. It's the birth, awesome. It's amazing. The birth sounded very surreal, and you had the family there. Everybody was was in town. Um. Did it feel like flu and Friday? Did it feel like it does? We've alluded to this in the show. Obviously, it, it felt a lot better and it is more special. But you know, when you go home and visit family and everything's like great and there's no consequences and it's freedom and you're with family, did it feel like that? Because you're like, I'm not working. I have this great kid. Family's here. Was the whole thing great or was it like stressful or like how was that experience? Was the whole thing like awesome? It was incredibly stressful. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was so. Hard. Because, dude, I don't like coverings. Yeah. I don't like being. I mean, it brings me all the way the all the way back to like Mrs. Delellis standing over me, watching me take a test, and I can feel her big, giant Italian bosoms resting on the back of my neck. So appropriate. And her just looking at me fail. And I feel that when I have people in my house, like they're just watching 100%. over me, like Mrs. <laughs> when you're sleeping, 
Yeah. You're sleeping and you hear like the, the mouth breathing. <sighs> yeah. Oh. The snoring. Oh. Snoring. Hey, I forgot about what you said, the teachers hovering over you, but, but thinking back, <laughs> that was awful. You would be taking a test and you already know you're going to fail. At least I knew I was going to fail. I was like, I don't Me know what too. the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. ADD wasn't Never. listening. Never. And then, and then they would walk around and look at your paper. But it wasn't like a lot of, you know, sometimes maybe they would help, but most times they would just look at you, looking at your answers and be like, mm-hmm, and walk around. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, this is embarrassing. You know I'm not doing well. Right now, hurry up. Hold on, do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're just walking around, like, judging us silently. I think. Like, go sit down. I think it's because, I mean, look at these these teachers. They were all disgusting. So they would like take their aggression <laughs> on men out on us. That's true. Oh my That's gosh. very true, especially fifth and sixth grade. It was very bait. Oh yeah, it was very obvious too. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but anyway, I, I just, and it's not even that they're hovering. It's just every comment I make, the only person I really like care th- that responds is Heather. That's why I married her. Right. Now, I could get responses from multiple sources. And that drives me nuts. Yeah, you say a lot of crazy shit, and Heather just usually laughs it off. But, you know, people who aren't used to me, that live with me every day, they're not used to it. don't live with me every day, they're like, yeah, they don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. On the hovering, either. I mean, the hovering. That's why I moved away. I don't like silent hovering. If you're talking, at least you're annoying, but I know where you are and what you're doing. But like you mentioned, if it's like the silent hover, it's like, yes, can I help you? Yes. And it's just, can I help and it, you? And, it, and it's not even hovering like physically, like in the room. I mean, it could be just right. too close for comfort in any. Like a realm of relationship with anybody but the people that live under my own roof. Yeah, they're in another like dimension, but they're right there in front of you. They're, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing just yeah. me. Oh. just tickles the feathers down to the side. Oh yes. Doesn't, doesn't feel good on my. Uh, int- oh my lord. Yes, it does not sit well with oh your uh, computerized <laughs> blueprint. Oh, no. So that's oh, kind of what, what we're dealing with here. Oh. Uh, I was in church on Sunday, and a guy had an Eagles shirt on, and uh, his daughter had a Penn State shirt on. The whole nice. family had, like, Philadelphia stuff. And afterwards, I saw him at Target, and I just walked up to him, and I was like, Eagles, all right, let's do it. This is before the game, like, three hours before the game, and I was like, Eagles, let's do it. And he gave, like, the response I wanted to show he was a true Philadelphia, and he's like, yep, we'll see how we do. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Like He wasn't like a California fan. He was just like reserved. He was kind of yeah. nervous yeah. like I was. Yep. And he's just like, yep, we'll, we'll see how we do. It wasn't yep. like, hey, nice to see you. I saw you in church. How you doing? It was kind of like both game faces were on, and that was it. You know? It was just like, all right, good luck. I, And I can't stand all these people that are like, all you people who said we were done when Wentz went down. <laughs> yeah, who's, who's saying you that? now? I'm like, where are you? Is, what, what the fuck? Like, it, it's, it's Where an assumption. You? It's not a stretch to think right. that, like, oh, oh. crap, it's going to be harder now that the potential MVP is gone. Yeah, no, it's very viable to think that. I was worried. I kind of wrote him off. 
Yeah, I said, did you care? I was like, there's the season. It's done. I didn't watch the last – I didn't watch the preseason – or the la- – preseason. I didn't l- watch the last few games of the season where Wentz didn't play because I was like, well, right. whatever. We won the division, so we're already in. I don't care. I didn't either. I, don't I didn't watch – I get the... emotionally attached to Falls again. And yeah, now I, I don't am. Think... Well, yeah, he's proven. It's going to be great. Pulling Super Bowl, in. by the way, is in Minnesota. <laughs> um, Minnesota, and which the, is kind of uh, cool. I like when they do the domes, like they did it in Detroit the one year. Yeah, they're not doing like you know a southern state because it's warm. They they take it like elsewhere. It's kind of cool. Yeah, because it's different, you know. True. So it should be pretty good. Timberlake, is it Tim? No, Justin Timberlake's doing the halftime show. Uh huh. Is it his first time back since the since Ooh. the boob gate? Ooh, since uh, wardrobe malfunction. That's when yes. that term came out first. That was it. That was the. Uh, the coining. I, I guess so. Yeah. When was that? That was Patriots uh, Panthers in like 2004. I think so. Three or four. Yeah. So he's doing that. That's all I have about that. And Pink is I've... singing the national anthem. Yes. I read that. Pretty good. I was watching the uh, game, Eagles game the other day. And they had Challenger, the eagle, the, the actual bird eagle, yeah. fly around the stadium and land. Yeah, you got to think how amazing that is, though, to have oh a God. trained bird of prey fly around and then land on you in front of like eighty thousand screaming people or whatever right. it is. Kind all of amazing. That noise and all that like energy, and he's just like, mm-hmm. he's just like, and he lands. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. You don't see that in any other stadium. You don't Challenger. see anything like that. Challenger. Didn't know his uh, name was that until today. Yeah, I didn't realize till I saw it posted the other day. Challenger. Somebody was like, Challenger, smooth ride. I was like, ah, why didn't everyone make his name that more obvious earlier? Right. Right. <laughs> Challenger, smooth ride. Challenger. So it's before like, I... It's like before or... Uh, I'm sorry. But uh, regardless if the Eagles win or lose, because obviously I'm just not expecting the Patriots to lose. I just, you just, I just never do that. Of course um, not. I just think it's great that over the next two weeks, everyone has to talk about the Eagles. Right. Oh, it's all you're going to see. That's a win. That's all I've been posting is Eagles stuff. Mm-hmm. Eagles facts. Mm-hmm. Eagles news stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to start taking my parakeet out when I go out to dinner and have him fly around once and land on me. And like it'll be like cool like the challenger but then I'll just get thrown out because like some bird just shit in my soup and I'll be like he's coming back to land but he doesn't really land he just kind of yells and screams and I'm jumping soup. over people it's going to be crazy like, yeah he bumps into things he flies bumps into in, the window ah! throws it in wild so I went to the uh, Reagan library oh, yeah. this weekend Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley and, and I'm very surprised I didn't go there sooner I've been living here for almost 10 years, and it's only like a 30-minute drive. Um, but this place, man, it's, I heard, and I heard this was the best presidential library there is. It's, it's the biggest, certainly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've but heard it, of it. It's so amazing. It's like top-notch. It's not crowded. There's not like throngs of people there. You can have like an intimate experience. Really? And to cap it off, he's buried there with his wife at the end, and it's just so surreal. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. It's it's incredible. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So you go in That's there, awesome. and uh, Jen and I just decided like two days before, like, let's go to the Reagan Library this weekend. Huh. We went in there, 
they have Air Force One that he was on, like not a replica, like the plane in its own hangar, f- hanging from the air on like what? cement that you can walk into. What? You walk in there, and you're in Air Force One. You're seeing the the place where the nuclear codes were, and you can see all the controls. What? And this was the Air Force One that was used from like early '80s to 2001. So like it was Clinton, early Bush was on there, Reagan, oh Bush first. And uh, there's these guides in there. There's a uh, W. There's Marine One, the helicopter oh, that was used by Johnson. God. And the reason that they don't have Reagan's there is because it's still in use. But once it's decommissioned, they'll have it there. So you can go in the helicopter. They have the limousine, and they have all these. I don't know if you know this, oh. but if, oh, if you're a presidential my. library, you're in charge of all the presidential records from that administration. So they have all of his records there, all of his notes, his clothes. What? They have a they have a podium there. That he'd spoke on, and I killed it with the with the Trump impression. I mean, I actually had like applause. I was up there like nobody does libraries like this one regular. And I thought like the guards there or the guides right. would be like, it's not a joke. Right. But they were dying. They were dying. Oh. And and I was looking at these records of like people he met, and and one was he met with Ambassador so and so Joe Clark at this time. And I was like, Jen, look. And Jen comes over. She's like, Oh, Joe Clark. And then the guide came over and he's like, Joe Clark. And, and Jen goes, yeah, that's his dad. And I didn't play it off like, oh, no, I don't know who that is. I was like, yeah, Joe Clark was my father, <laughs> is my father. They're just, and I don't know if this guy's like 80 and dead or something. I don't know what right. I'm doing. So all of a sudden right. I got all these like, How old are you know, you? admirers. And I'm up on the podium again like, all right, uh, now look, now here's what we're going to do. And it was just like it was impression day uh, the whole time. But you go through this place and it's so amazing. Oh my and they God, have dude. a piece of the Berlin Wall there, and as you get to the end, you see, you know, how Alzheimer's took over his life and oh. all these sad photos, and then you cap it off outside with his his grave, and uh, it was very sad at the end. And so, I left I had more respect for the guy. I don't get it. Do they have like newspaper clippings of like Reagan has Alzheimer's? Can't remember he was president, and then you take another step, and there's his gravestone. No, no, it's gravestones outside. It's not part of like a tour. It's its own thing. It's just what you see when like you go when you leave. Yeah. They have a replica of the South Lawn from the White House outside, so it looks like what? you're like outside the White House. What? And then, then he's buried there, looking west, towards what? the ocean. Um, mm. like it's and it's up on a mountain too, and the 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 view is panoramic. It's beautiful. It's like I mean you're on a mountain. It's beautiful. Damn. Yeah, and it's um. But towards the end, they show like clips from his funeral. They show uh, pictures of him like crying. They show a lot of quotes. They talk about his later life, and there's just so many like things there and artifacts that he owned. And there's one section where he, you know, he was there was an attempted assassination on his life. Right. And they have the gun there that was used, and the guy's clothes that shot him, and they have all that on display like right in front of you, and it's very. just amazing the stuff they have there. They have a they have the coolest thing there that I, I mean their Air Force One's the coolest, but the coolest like small thing they had in a case was um, a game chess like backgammon and chess and uh, or no like roulette games that Sinatra gave him in 1970 embroidered with his name. That's like two when he was governor. Two Ronnie, love Francis Albert 1970, and it, it was all this cool because they were like friends, Whoa. you know. Really cool. I didn't man. know that. 
Yeah, it was really wild. But it's just you're, you're up close to this stuff, and I mean you're you're, you're touching the podium of uh, that Reagan spoke on. I mean you're up there. It's not like it's there's an Oval Office replica that looked exactly like his. It's just it's unbelievable. It's the wow. best one there is. So I uh, I just wanted to share that with listeners. If you have a chance to go, it's uh it's amazing. I can't believe how they have all this imitation stuff that looks like the real thing. It's insane. Wild. Or is it the real thing and they just rammed it in there? Or is it like a No, most of it's real. No, the only thing that's the actual thing. The only thing that's that's not real in there, obviously, is the Oval Oval Office. Office, But but the plane's real, the limousine's real. It's all his artifacts because So the plane in the Reagan library was the one that those guys flew around on that you just talked about and now the orange fatso rides a different plane yeah they had a new one made when bush was george when w was uh, president he the w was in this one for like a little bit but this one was uh, retired in, in 2001 and the guide there told me the new one just has more features it can fly like uh, right, 6500 miles yeah so this one was kind of old but it was uh it's still w pretty cool in there in. W broke it in. Obama. But it was pretty cool. Got it. Yeah. It was cool, man. It was wild. Wow. And as you the drive up there, they show all the presidents in order uh, on little, like, street signs. Not street signs. Like, the flag signs kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Going yeah. up there. It's cool, man. It's wild. It's an amazing time. And but they have, it's very interactive, too. There's, like, clips. Oh, you can listen to stuff. And... The, some of the guides are dressed like Secret Service, so it's kind of cool, like from the 80s. And, um, and, and there's, a, there's a bar in there. Reagan I was, was just um, going to say. There was an Reagan. Irish pub in there serving Guinness yes. in like Irish font. And there's a video of him on loop in there because you know, his family was from Ireland or whatever. And they have a video on loop of him talking in Ireland, talking about how great the Irish are as they're like pouring Guinness and stuff like that. And it's the only – restaurant there is an Irish pub serving Guinness. It's not like you get a cheap hot dog or something like this. It was like a classy Irish pub. I was like, yeah. this is the best library in the world. The Ronald Reagan. It looks like an awesome bar, but seems like it would get a little packed. But it's a library? There's a bar in a library. Yeah, it's amazing. And genius. because oh, of the... Uh, I don't know. We should. I'll bring this up when Bob's on the show, but the... There was some kind of congressional act. It's like the National Archive Record Act or something that was passed. So any presidential library, I think there's like eight or nine of them. Any presidential library is in charge of maintaining and keeping all of the records from that presidency. So all of the stuff he dealt with in the White House is there. And it's on most of it's on display. You can see his handwritten notes. You can see letters from people. You can see the clothes he wore at this inauguration. I mean, it, it's it's wild. That's so cool. What a cool way to like keep all that history. Sixteen bucks. Here it was are great. the presidents who have presidential libraries. I'm gonna go to Nixon next. That's in your Belinda. That's like uh, an hour away. Belinda. Oh wow, Nixon. Even after they, uh, after he resigned. Yeah. Okay, so this map is kind of blurry, but I'm going to try here. It looks like George Bush w. Library in uh, College Station, Texas. Bill and Hillary, I think, have one in Little Rock. Uh, Eisenhower has one in... Kansas? 
Kansas. Jimmy Carter has one in Athens. Georgia. Kennedy has one in Mass. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't see the yeah. rest. Like uh, Harry Truman them. has one. They're building Obamas now. Um, Ford. Uh, Ford. In Michigan. Duh. I want to go to all of them. That's going to be my, my, my bucket list. Oh, like a world like, tour. Yes, I'm going to hold the presidential libraries. I'm going to do impressions of each president while I'm there until I get booted out. Kennedy would probably be the one that, to see. Ken, yeah. That one even. would be amazing. I've been working on my Reagan impression. You want to hear my Reagan impression? It's tough. He's tough to do. He, he like whispers. He, he, he kind of whispers, John. Yeah. There was definitely meeting signed, but something for the Russians was definitely hacked. It's very tough. If I had He's, my guess, I would guess it was those uh, commie bastards. And the American dream people made that city much shinier on the hill for peace and prosperity. John's child was born not of Soviet descent. It's up to the Reagan Revolution. I accept that. Pretty good. Did you ever see Phil Hartman do Reagan on oh, the no. where he would talk like that? Hello, kids. Pose with the soccer team. All right, you guys are great. You're all winners. Thanks for stopping by. And then the door would shut and he'd be like, now what the fuck are we going to do about this precious <laughs> shit? I got to see it. That's the way to do an impression is to watch somebody else do it. That's how you get of it course. done. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the only way I can do it. I got to see like Baldwin do Trump and then it's a great right. things are happening. That's what we're going to do. And a lot of it has to do with the face you make. I feel like that like yes. keeps you, it sticks it's you your in that voice. Yeah. I am not it. here. Yeah, so cool, man. Check it out. Give it a whirl. Give it a, give it a whirl. That's gonna be my new go-to when people come to town. Out-of-town guests, they're all going to the Reagan Library. What do you want to do today? I want to go see Hollywood in the Malibu. Great. We're gonna go to the Reagan Library. I was Valley. just gonna say, if Heather and I get to L.A., that will be something we do, for sure. Has to be done. We're gonna come see you guys too after the wedding. Jen was just asking me tonight, like, we gotta get out there. I said, yeah, we gotta get down there. Gotta get down there. Gotta go bang our heads. You gotta see the child. You gotta see a child. A child. A child. A child. I uh, I walked up to her the other day and I was like, "Is this gonna wake you up?" And I swear, dude, loud noises. This kid doesn't like flinch. And she passed the her hearing test, so her ears work. Peaked, picked, and dicked. They give them like a little hearing test to make sure their ears work like right away. They do like the click, like the the snap. I guess. Snap count. And then Snap like count. a visual thing and Snapchat. Her eyes are huge. Snapchat. Snapchat. I uh <laughs> dude this Reagan Library, um, the pub alone. You know, that would be the coolest Fork thing. The trip. It's like let's go to the pub, have a couple beers, go walk around, go back to the pub, get a get some bangers and mash. Oh, bangers and mash. So good. So and and they tickling. they take your they take your picture, you know, when you get on the plane and you know, you can stand out come off the plane and do like things. So of course I did the Nixon and I was like, oh. You guys have probably have never seen this before. And they're like, No, sir, we've never seen anyone do the Nixon. I was like, Well, I'm not a crook. <laughs> and, I started, and then so people were waiting to get on. There was only two people behind us waiting to get on. Like I said, it wasn't crowded. You can really walk around at like your leisure. 
But I was like, I got to do the Trump. So I was like, which is sad. Nobody does a plane like this plane. And tremendous. And they started laughing behind me, like, the great, the very good. And as we go through the nice. plane, you just see all these people. And they're, they're all cool. They're like these guides. Uh, and they, they know like about the history. And I know like a little bit about history too. So I was like really interested. And I was like, yeah, no, I heard the history. this and this and this. Very good. Very good. And uh, he was you know, they're all like old guys that are retired that you can tell just like love like history and stuff. Right. So like they're the, it's not like some dumb kid that's like, I don't know. I guess it's a plane. They're like these old guys are like, did you know that Reagan, when he flew here, like you want to, it's like a grandpa that's like telling you a story you actually want to hear. Yes. So all these guides are like into it and they're like awesome. They're all over like 60. And even if they're like sitting oh, by like really? some random car, yeah, you can be like, hey, how do I get to... So and so, like, well, you can go there. Did you know that when he did that? It'll so like, be like the whole the whole place is like top notch. It'll be like if you and I, when we're retired, we become tour guides at the Obama Library. Oh yeah. When we're in our sixties, it'd be great. You know, that's how we'd be. Because and all we, we do like, is live through it. Sir, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm very sick. Uh, no. Now look. Now, if you go, make a left. No, I need to point direction. Now, now look, is it number one? Obama! Uh, is it educational? Uh, podcast program? No. No. Obama! With your uh, number two? Yep. Yep. Obama! <laughs> turn on. Make it puke. Don't you miss Obama? Don't you really fucking miss yeah. Barack Obama? Yeah. Obama! I think I see Trump and I'm like, ah. I'm like, you're, miss... no, you're no one. You're 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 not even real. You're just like a a funny thing in the news that like somehow affects. How many people live here? Seven hundred million, seven billion, three billion, eight trillion. No, here I think it's like four hundred million. Okay, whatever. No, it's three hundred million. I don't know. Population of America: three hundred twenty-three point one million. However, point one two. We just had a birth on the sixteenth. Births are on a decline. So they've been on a steady decline across the ass. In, in the big picture, that's trouble. good. That's good. That's yeah. we need the decline. There's too many dumb people producing. Mm-hmm. People like you and Haya, people that pay mm-hmm. taxes, that yeah. are smart. Yeah. You guys should have four kids. People yeah. like your brother Ryan, yeah. he should have four kids. Yes. People like some people I see should be having eight kids. No. Talking about some some gents family. Two. And she says that too. That's why I'm allowed to say that. Okay. Some people just should not be having five kids. Right. So it's good to keep the population down. Right. I know. People How about that like we just do that with evolution because people are young. Or people are waiting later to have kids because they don't have to have them right after high school anymore, like they did in the '70s and '60s. Oh my gosh, that's it's very true. It's cooler to wait longer and medicine. You have more experience and. We can wait. Long. Right, yeah. You you know who you fucking are. You're not just like, we'll figure this out together, little man. Yeah, right. <laughs> figure it out. What's it's my funny. career? You're going to pump gas. You're going to pump gas. My stepfather had an uncle who, I guess in the 70s, lost his job or something. He worked at a gas station for a while. Mm. So whenever people asked him what he did, he'd be like, I'm in the oil business. <laughs> You know, he would tell people he's in the oil business. Like, he, he got, like, another job, but he kept the, the facade up of, like, doing well. I was like, eh, I'm working for the oil companies now. You know, what do you do? Eh, I'm working in Jersey for the oil business. 
you know. But if he was working at a gas at a at a Sunoco, like across the street from from my stepfather in New Jersey, Dude. and he'd be like, "Hey, Uncle Tony, what are you doing?" He's like, "I'm in the oil business now." That's all you gotta tell people. That's I own, great. I own, I own my own uh, oil field. Um, I'm gonna start saying I'm in healthcare. Do it, yeah. I do that. Healthcare provider. I'm in. I'm in I nursing. Work. That's what you got to do. I work on a, a computers and stuff, and yeah. you know, I say, "Oh, I'm, I'm an IT. Yeah. I do information informational systems." What is? Because most people don't know what that is. Neither do I. So when the, no one's gonna be like, well, "What exactly?" They'd be like, "Oh, you know, I set up mainframes and databases." Done. Done. Well, I know enough jargon really to bullshit detailed. you to right. where you don't know. Like yeah, just right. like you, I know. Yeah. I know enough bullshit to counter you, not you, but counter anybody that would like ask specific questions. If you say right. like. Oh, I'm a lawyer. What kind of law? This and that. You can get caught up quickly. You sure. Know? Sure. But information, computer stuff, it's an open blanket. What do you do? Oh, informational systems. What, like emails? No, like database mainframes. Like, like, what do you mean? You know, like password security protection accounts. You just start making right. MS-DOS, Xbox, right, like, Super Nintendo. I do stuff. Like, even if you were to do the lawyer. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lawyer. Oh, what kind of uh, boring contracts? Oh, really? What kind of contract? Uh, you know, restaurants, uh, small businesses. Oh, like what? Yeah. Uh, Chipotle right now. Chipotle, McDonald's is trying to buy Chipotle actually, and now actually Chipotle is trying to sue McDonald's. It's just like never ending. It's never ending. Ah, oh, the wife's what? killing me. Yeah. The wife's killing me. What kind of stuff? Data management. When I, used to, when I used to travel to London a lot, I used to put down the things I wanted to be on my passport or my customs form. So one time I put, like, Hollywood actor, and, and some guy in customs was like, Hollywood actor? So, you mean, what have I seen you on? And I was like, ah, not much. You know how it is. Feast or famine out there. In L- I didn't live in L.A. at the time. I was like, feast or famine. You know, it's just – he's like, so – what are you actually on? I'm like, eh. and, I, and then I, you know, it's like security, international customs. I can't really fuck around. So I was like, well, nothing. But, you know, I, I think like there's a good shot of, you know, and he's like, so it's more wishful thinking. And I was like, yes, it's more, it's wish, it's wishful thinking. Um, that's what, yes. What I yes. actually do is irrelevant. Here's just what I want to do. Well, I was unemployed, so I figured I could just get away with stuff. But no. Right. By the way, I flew back from London once, and I was so you bored. You said, well, I don't know what the fuck you've seen. I didn't know what I was... Yeah. What am I supposed to know? Oh, I was in Candyman. What? I a lot. What? I came back from London once Candyman. through Newark, and I was so bored on that plane the last hour. Because this is before, like, iPads and stuff, and yeah. I think I had, like, music and a book. But I didn't, like, really prepare. I didn't have, like, anything on this flight. Uh, and I was so bored. I was, I was filling out the customs form. And I just wrote the like country, you know, U.S. I wrote the United States of America, and I and I wrote every answer like this really long thing because I just was bored and wanted to take up time. Yeah, that was like a red flag or something. Oh my god! And they pulled god. me aside, and they're like, "The United States of America," and I was like, "Yes, I was bored. I'm sorry." And they're like, "Please come over here. Please open your bag." And I was like, "You can do whatever you want." And in my head, I'm like, "No cavity searches. I don't want anything up my butt." Wait. And I was like, I'm sorry. I just I wrote it out. I guess it was right after 9 11. They wanted you like to write two, United years. States of America, not the United States of America. No, I guess most people just write like USA. Oh, and I wrote God. the United States of America. And I was like, look, I was on the plane aboard. Gorilla. Check it out. It was so weird. Anyway, 
Do you want to you do a sports with John, or do you want to put something uh, in the W? No, no, I can't. I, I feel like all the Eagles talk just, just kind of covered uh-uh. our sports quota. We um, pre-came a little bit. But I uh, yeah, I need to get going. But I uh, listen to this. This is what, like, if you Google population of America, yeah. to, the, to the right there's just a thing that says United States of America. The U.S. is a country of 50 states covering a vast swath of North America with Alaska in the Northwest, Hawaii extending. Da, 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 da. Okay. And then it just like randomly mentions a few cities. New York, Chicago, D.C., L.A., and Hollywood. What? Sorry. L.A. and Sorry Hollywood? Sorry ruined the show. <laughs> L.A. and Hollywood? I really just put a cigarette butt out on the eye of this entire show. No, no, it was funny. I don't understand though. L.A. and Hollywood. Yeah, look, L- Hollywood's not its Chicago own city. Chicago is known for influential architecture, and on the West Coast, Los Angeles's Hollywood is famous. Hardly, not anymore. It's all filmed in Canada not, now. Not anymore, yeah, and Atlanta. Yeah, nobody's filming here. No, it's fun. All right, it's so we got the rehearsals out of the it's way. Fun. I think we're ready to go live, and I'm I'm, I'm lit up. My ready hammies to go. are loose. I have the evaporated milk ready. My strings are <laughs> hanging up a half and half. Twitter. <laughs> oh my gosh! At the underscore podcast from the gentleman charge <laughs> of giving new breath, life, and birth to a living soul under the blessed son of the Lord Christ and the Hebrew God Abraham, Jonathan Hassinger. Congratulations <laughs> from all of us. To the gentleman in charge of going to the Reagan Library and the Jedi relative, Luke Skywalker. And the Jedi, Luke Skywalker, the newest one to the family. Thank you so much for listening. And good night, everybody. God speed.
see that picture Claus posted of Tampa? Hashtag colorful. No. Is there a rainbow in there? Pretty, no, but like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. 